Hello and welcome to this special mini-series of Love Life, Live Well. This series was inspired by an event that I organise every year in the UK called CHS Leads. It's a trade show for the meetings and events industry that brings together people from all over the UK to do business, network and learn from our education programme. This year, the education programme was curated around the theme of work life, so it fits perfectly with the Love Life, Live Well podcast. This mini-series consists of interviews with some of our speakers, allowing me to take a deeper dive into some of the subjects covered. Don't worry if you weren't there, the speakers were great, and you will still have lots to learn from the content we cover in this mini-series. If you were there, fantastic. Thank you for coming. I hope you enjoyed all the speaker sessions and I hope you also enjoy this deeper dive into some of the subjects we covered. Now, I may have to ask you for your patience and forgiveness on some of these episodes. We recorded them at a live event, so at times you will hear people in the background networking and generally having fun. On occasion, I might not be as clear as my guests, but if you can bear through it, I think we'll be inspired, entertained and definitely educated. And if you're completely new to the Love Life Live Well podcast and you enjoy it, please do give us a five-star rating and don't forget to subscribe by hitting the follow button. And as always, my wish is that you learn something new, you try something new and above all else, you love life and you remember to live well. Whilst I was at CHS Lees and had my video recording hand, I wanted to take the opportunity to catch up with a few of our exhibitors and partners and find out what they love about life and what they do to live well. So in this episode, you're going to hear from Jan Denning from the Hospitality Partnership, Neil Thompson from Delegate Wranglers, Leo Lloyd from Leopold Marketing, and Teresa Stephen from Visit Scotland. I hope you enjoyed this one. So I'm here with the marvellous Neil Thompson from Delegate Wranglers. Hi, Neil. Hello, Emma. How are you? I'm very good, thank you. It's show day. It's busy. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. We're going to have a chat about our theme, work-life balance. But first of all, my favourite two questions. First one being, what do you love about life? You know what, Emma? I love everything about it. You know, life is full of highs and lows sometimes. But I'm a full believer that, you know, part of making those happy times, you do have to go through some sad or difficult times, but... I embrace it, I embrace all of it, you know, some of the things that are not so good, but everything that is good, yeah, make the most of it because you get one go. Absolutely, absolutely, yes, yeah, get as much, like, out of every day, squeeze that juice, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then secondly, what do you do to live well? Oh, well, you know what, I'm really big on, I mean, we talk about this, but I'm really big on looking after myself, so every day at the moment I go to the gym, and it's not so much for my body, although I do have the benefits of working out is good for your body it's mostly for my for my brain my brain for my kind of mindset and I switch off work I get in the car put some nice music on put my headphones on get a sweat on get a shower come on feel good about myself and do you know what it grounds me every day every single day it makes me feel that I've done something for myself basically sometimes I think none of us do enough for ourselves we all have to be a bit more selfish because if you don't look after number I think it might have even been you that told me this, that um, on a plane, you know, they say put on your own gas, your own uh, mask, oxygen mask yeah. first before you help anyone else. So I fully believe that you do have to look after yourself, but none of us do it enough. 
No, no, absolutely, need more, more of it, absolutely. So I want to ask you about this theme that we have with work-life balance, because you are a kind of voice for the industry, you have an amazing Facebook group in Delegate Wranglers, you work with your beautiful wife, Diane. Talk a bit about the gym, but do you distinguish between work-life and home-life, or you know, it can be all-consuming? Oh, absolutely. So I've, I've worked from home, me and Diane both have worked in the same office in our loft, from home for nearly 20 years. So even when we went into the pandemic, it was the same for us. We were, you know, we were used to it. But the trouble is with working from home is, and particularly when you work for yourself, and I know you can resonate with this, you don't know where your work day starts and ends. And you can continue working all day and all night. Sometimes we do, you know, you have to do that, particularly when I was in the bed kind of day. But so I now try and literally work till five, six o'clock. As I say, I'll go to the gym in the middle of the day when it's quiet. And then from then on, I try not to do any emails. Because I've, I learned this equation that I'd like to share with everyone. The more emails you send, the more you get. And if you send them after five o'clock, six o'clock, you, they're all going to be waiting for you in the morning and you're getting your day off to a bad start. So if you just try and compartmentalize, there you go, your work and your, your life, you can do it, but you have to be disciplined. To really be disciplined and it's all about getting into a routine of going to gym I know you're big on walking and then yeah. you know, go for a walk look after yourself it could be like having a bath it could be anything it could be what having a nice dinner or tea or anything but make sure you've got some parameters in there otherwise work can take over your life one thing that's come out of the pandemic I think is that we're all a little bit better at that now we all appreciate that you know what life's not all about work you know, not at all. Yeah, and I think, especially one of the sessions we just listened to here at the show, somebody said that it's kind of like, we used to work 80 hours a week and wear it like a badge of honour. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm an event organiser, like, you know, I put, yeah. Yeah. we do put the hours in, yeah. but we have to have that downtime as well, because you, you can't always say, oh, I'll work so many hours a day when, you're, when it's show day, when you're at an event. You put in, in the first yeah. one in that one to leave. Yeah. But you can look after yourself beforehand and look after yourself afterwards and also through the day. Make sure you drink the water, take the breaks, eat. Basic things. Yeah. That's what that's where I feel is like remembering to like Remember to eat and drink, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. And I think do you have any tips or anything you do to kind of make sure you stop at five o'clock or six o'clock or whatever time you've set to finish? Do you like set an alarm or just say, oh, it's five o'clock and putting your laptop down? Yeah. Do you have a schedule? What, what do you? You know what? I, I listen to my body and my brain. I know that, I think I've read something that you get your best optimal work if you work in like 45 minute blocks. 45 minute blocks, take a break, go and have a coffee, go and have a walk, go and stroke the dog, go and go to the gym, whatever. So I do try and live by that. I try and live by four to five minutes an hour of doing something like really intense and concentrated. Um, the other thing I try and do is um, s- split my work up into what I'm doing in that particular time. So in the morning I might say, okay, I'm going to do an hour of answering my emails. And then at 10 o'clock I might say, well, I'm going to do some marketing promotion or stuff and not get sidetracked. That is the hardest thing. So an email pings in and you go, oh my God, I've got to respond to that. No, you don't. You don't, unless it says urgent, need an answer in two it's minutes. so hard. Though, so hard, it? yes, <laughs> so hard. And particularly when you event people, we just get stuff done. You know, we just, something comes in, answer it, move on. Don't even dwell on it, don't procrastinate. But it's tough, it's really, really tough. So I try and segment what I'm doing into blocks and focus on those things in that block. Otherwise, you, d- you end up getting little bits of everything, but nothing gets done. Yeah. One thing I like, there's, there's a, a rule, I kind of, I don't know what it's called, but it kind of says that 
something will take the time that you give it. So if you say, oh, I need to do that this morning, it will take you all morning because you'll get sidetracked. You've got all morning. Whereas if you say, I'm going to do that and we'll do it in 45 minutes and focus, you will get your head down 45 minutes and it will be done. And then you can either accomplish a lot more or you can, like you said, 45 minutes, get it done, reward myself with a walk or a cup of tea or listen to a podcast for a little bit, you know, anything you can do, but focus on that. There's a great book called Deep Work. Yeah. And that's all about that. It's, if you focus and do deep work for such a period of time, yeah. it frees up. So but there, there are little tips you can do, like if you're working on a report, turn your email client off, close it. You won't get any emails then, you know. There's certain apps you can get where it'll lock you out of things, you know, where, where you just, it'll lock you out of all your apps apart from music. You do whatever. know there'll be people listening, like hyperventilating now, going, <laughs> close down my emails. <laughs> what? Uh, my heart rate went up a little bit. <laughs> Sometimes you have to get stuff done, you know, and you really need to do something. But it's it's about self-discipline. Yeah. You know, I always say that being able to relax well takes a lot of concentration. You have to be able to <laughs> concentrate and discipline yourself to give you that space. But if you don't have that space, you're not going to grow, you're not going to have the time to be able to do good work. Yeah, that's brilliant. On that note, thank you very much, Neil. I will let you get back to your stand and all your wonderful partners that you've got uh, here at the show. Thank you very much. Thanks, Emma. Have a good one. You too. And now I am joined by the lovely Jan Denning. Welcome, Jan. Hi, Emma. This is lovely, isn't it? It is, it is. I'm very excited to hear from you about what it is that you love about life. What do I love about life? I love being happy and smiling, really. And I just think that since the pandemic, I think people have really suffered and been on this, what I used to call it, the corona coaster of life. And it was like, you'd feel really okay, and then you'd drop, and then your confidence would go up and go down. And I know, just lately, I've been kind of suffering where I felt lack of confidence and maybe a little bit unhappy i don't know a little bit anxious and then you come to an event like this i know that we're not here to promote chs but you know you come to an event like this and just to speak to people and it's all industry and it's all work but they're real friends as well and you get all these hugs and it's just a great tonic so that's what i love about life just seeing people smile and just yeah it's lovely it's oh, lovely i feel really as if i had this massive like tonic for the day and this will keep me going now for a few months until the next one absolutely what, we won't be long. Yes. CHS October. yes exactly exactly <laughs> and so what do you do to live well to live well i've got a dog so i have to walk him every single day kind of knows the time for his walk as well so I'll be sitting in the office which is just my bedroom at home but he'll come into the office about half past one and then he just starts to whimper a little bit and I say okay I think and I'll talk to him so just give me another 10 minutes I'll just send this one more email and then we'll go and he just looks at me and then he whimpers some more so I do my email and then we go for a walk and that's sometimes I don't want to go but actually when you do go a walk and get the fresh air and look around you I'm really lucky that we've got this big uh, gentle short common it's called and it's just like I stop and look and it's just beautiful so I take the dog for a walk um, also anybody that knows me knows that I love a microphone so this is just a pleasure to hold this microphone um, I love to sing now I think I'm a great singer but really my friends don't appreciate my voice as much as maybe they, they should they obviously, just have, they obviously just haven't got the ear for 
this finely tuned voice. But um, it doesn't stop me because I think singing is really, really good for you. My favourite song is The Greatest Love of All. I think it's a great anthem. So that's my favourite song. I've just recently taken to TikTok where I'm not really singing, I'm lip syncing, but it makes me happy and it really makes me laugh. And why not? And I think I'm fabulous on it. <laughs> I'm fabulous. I don't know why I've only got a few followers when I'm so fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's lip syncing. So they, oh, well, there's one where I'm not lip syncing, where I am thinking I'm, I'm every woman. I think I'm singing. But yeah, that had the most views, surprisingly. Well, but you've got to try these things, so, haven't you? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Singing absolutely. is good for your soul. It's like you know when you hear the um, what's that, the rock choirs and all of that. Yes. I thought about joining one of those because it does make you really happy and it's really really uplifting. So maybe I'll do that. That or a bit of amateur dramatics. So I used to do that as well. Anything really that involves a stage and a mic, isn't it, Emma? <laughs> I must say, like I cannot sing at all. I'm torn down. And if I could have one wish to change something. Should we sing something? No. <laughs> it's not sing? a good idea. I believe the children are our future. Teach them well and let them lead the way. <laughs> no, really, I'm really, I'm not there. This is how to like not get any followers on, <laughs> on your podcast. So, like, final question, Jack. Okay. You are a self-confessed workaholic, but you love working. It's part of what you do. Do you distinguish between work life and personal life? Does it all roll into one? Is there such a thing for you? It does all roll into one, although I don't advocate that for people. I think that you should have your work life and I think you should have your social life and your own enjoyment, but mine does all merge into one. And I've, do you know what? All through my life I always said I want to create this work-life balance. And after however many years now I've been working, a few, I still haven't achieved that work-life balance. But there's obviously a reason why that I haven't, because I do enjoy it, and we are in a really good industry. So I guess it's just that. And it's also that, especially since working on my own, you just want to make sure that you can deliver every time. So you always just do that little bit more because you don't want to let anybody down. So, yeah, unfortunately, I've not mastered it, but I do advocate that people do master that because I think it's really good for you to have a healthy work-life balance. And it's not easy. It does require some really discipline. And yeah. um, I think also that you said we're in such a great industry that we're, we're amongst friends anyway. Yeah. So you come to work and see people, enjoy, get the hugs in and all that kind of stuff. So it's not really a chore coming to work. Yeah. And it's social as well, isn't it? Yeah. We're in a really, really social industry, you know, travel, tourism, hospitality. We're just constantly being hospitable. So, yeah, you have to go out and party and drink and eat with people. To, um, it's so tough, so tough. Well, on that note, Jan, I'm going to say thank you and then let you go and find a cocktail or something and yeah, enjoy the rest yeah, of Yeah, I think some good ones on the Delicate Wrangler stand, actually, so I'll head there, over there. Absolutely. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. So I am here with the amazing Leo from Leopold Marketing. Welcome, Leo. How are you finding the show so far? Emma, it's absolutely amazing. I always love doing CHS. It's like being with family, so uh, it's great to be here. I can't believe it's a year ago that we were last here. I know, it goes by yeah, so quickly, doesn't it? certainly it? does. Yeah, 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 certainly does. So tell me, because I wanted to interview you, Leo, because you strike me always as somebody who absolutely loves life. You've always got a smile on your face, you're always so welcoming. So, but tell me, what, what is it that you do love about life? 
Oh, do you know, that's a really, really tough one. I think if I had to put it into one word, it would be people. Love being around people. Yes. And CHS is an absolute testament to that. When you walk into the show, it's I'm with family. And the interactions that you have, you just simply cannot get that kind of interaction through any other medium than with being people face to face. So, yeah, I love people. Oh, fantastic. Yes, yeah, that definitely will strike me about you. And then, what do you do to live well? Because I know you're not, you know, you're not impartial to a little bit of uh, spa treatment and looking after yourself, (laughs) a glass of champagne every now and then. What do I do to live well? I think it's all about balance. I love my job, I love my social life, I love my family, but I don't think you can have one single bit of that by itself. You have to have everything to a certain degree. For me, work-life balance is a really, really important thing. So when you work well, you live well, and when you live well, you work well. So yeah, when you bring it all into the right mix, that's how that's how I live life well. And, and that's actually why we can put a lot of things for today's show is about yeah. that work life balance totally. because it kind of it does get intertwined. It certainly does. Yeah, yeah. I want to I want to talk to you because you you used to live in Birmingham, yeah. very central. You lived with your husband Paul and dog Gracie. Yeah. And you and Paul work together. We certainly do. Yeah. And then recently you've moved to the middle of nowhere, yeah. a beautiful home in Wales. Yeah. First of all, how is that? Just complete contrast. It's something that happened almost by accident. The house that we've moved to in Wales, we've had in our family since the 1960s. And I inherited it from my grandmother. We've always had it as a holiday home. When COVID hit, we couldn't go and visit. And we had a 10-month period where it was actually illegal for us to go to that house. And we missed it so much. So when we came out the other end of COVID, Paul said, why don't we go and have three months there? and try and work from there and see how it goes. And I think for me, it sort of, it was a very difficult thing to do because I thought it would destroy the magic of actually working somewhere that we love to go for leisure. How wrong was I? It's living there and working there now is absolutely amazing. It's one of the very good things that has come out of the pandemic. And you know it, Emma, because you you moved. Did you, you did exactly the same thing. You moved from Yorkshire to the Canaries, and I think it, it's just testament to that you can actually live somewhere and work somewhere that you love being. What we did when we moved there were very, very clear. Again, keeping that work-life balance in check was to make sure that we actually had dedicated office space, so we don't work from home. We've got the space to work from home. But we said, no, we want to have a separate office. So the office is about a 10-minute walk from home. It's in the um, in the main square in the little town that we live in. And that's really, really important. So it means that you can go to work, do all of your work stuff, and then have home. I think when you work with your partner as well, again, having that separation is really important. During COVID, we were working together at home in Birmingham. And it's like all of those boundaries were completely blurred. But now having that separation is really good. And we make a really big point of when we are not at work, we don't talk, we don't talk work. When we go on holiday, we turn our emails off. So we don't look at any emails or have anything to do with work when we're away. And having that, having that separation is really important. But Wales is, um, I never thought I'd say it, but it's incredibly convenient. Where we live now, everything's on hand. 
everything's really easy to do and it means that you're really really effective at work but then as soon as you finish work you've got downtime it's a great it's a great thing to be able to I do was, I was shocked yesterday I saw you put on Facebook with the train station coming to Leeds yeah. I was like a train from Wales yeah. and it's like yeah, I just kind of keep myself in check I'm sure they have train stations there yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's not the other end of the world it's just in Wales yeah. Yeah. yeah and you have to be really disciplined like to not talk business at home totally. and, and not because are you not tempted sometimes just to do a quick email yes Yes, it would be totally wrong to say that we're not. But yeah, we are. You have to be very, very disciplined with it. And sometimes when we're at home, we do end up talking work. And then it's like, we're talking work. Let's go and do something else. You do have to be disciplined. But I think it's a big benefit all the way around by having that, having that separation. It just means that when you are at work, you're really, really effective. I think sometimes you can, those boundaries can get completely blurred. So being, being separate with them is, is a good thing, good thing to do. Yeah, I must admit, I'm a little bit guilty of working from any room in the house, yeah. which means that there's nowhere dedicated to, you know, not having a laptop. When I keep myself in check on that, I think, yeah, yeah, that yeah. separation. During COVID, we tried to be quite disciplined with it as well. We had to turn our dining room into the office, but we put all of our work stuff in the dining room, and when we finished work, shut the door on it, and then, yeah, just don't don't look at it. Yeah, it's like the practical thing that's it, just shutting the door, yeah. or putting the laptop down, yeah. or having rules about where in the house laptop yeah. They're all good things, you yeah, know, that definitely. we can do. We can say, no, this is now personal time, and yeah. yeah, don't forget that balance. Don't forget we're here to to live and yes. to enjoy life, Indeed. not do it all. Yeah, Indeed. yeah, yeah. 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 Well, Leo, thank you very much. Enjoy no the problem. Rest of your day. Thank you for a great show. I'm really lovely to be here. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Cheers. So I'm here with the lovely Teresa from Visit Scotland. Are you having a good day? Brilliant, brilliant. And you've got a great stand location right at the uh, entrance. Yes, and we have a brilliant backdrop of our puffin, which is extremely popular today. Everyone seems to like to come to us to see our puffin. Um, but yeah, we've got a perfect spot and it's a busy show. Brilliant, brilliant. So, as you know, we're recording our podcast live from the show. Tell me what you love about life. What do I love about life? Well, I'm also Scottish and I live right on the East Coast. So, what I love about life is just the great outdoors. I love just being able to step outside with my family and just smell the amazing outdoor space, hear the sea, and just love life. I just, anyone who knows me knows I'm a very bubbly girl and I just embrace it. Life's too short to be any other way. Yeah, always got a smile on your face, that's what I love about you. And probably a very similar answer actually, I'm guessing, but what do you do to live well? How do you look after yourself? I, so I'm a very busy working mum, working single mum as well. So I try and look after myself. I work four days, so I have a Friday off to myself. And selfishly, that's my day. I don't do housework, I don't do food shopping. That's my day of going to meet friends. We've got a dog, we go for walks on the beaches together, myself and Ben the dog. Yeah, I get outside as much as possible. I also have a bit of me time, so whether that's watching a box set on Netflix with a glass of wine or whatever I feel like I need in that day, um, I give it to myself. You know, we need to look after ourselves or we can't look after everyone else. Absolutely. I think it's so important, like you say, when you've got a family as well, and it's like, yeah, you need to, like, you know, put yourself first sometimes, guilt-free, and just do it. Yes, it's yeah. to do. You know, you can always put other people for you, so to really step back and selfishly think, actually, I need this trip, or I need to just go for a nice long walk with a coffee, or it does you the world a bit. Mm. And, and you've got a great role at Visit Scotland that keeps you very busy. How do you 
switch off from work and how do you just transition I guess from day to night week day to weekend are you are you someone's always got your laptop open or I'm not I I mean technology the way it is now I can get access to my emails on my phone whenever I want to I really try I'd say probably Monday to Wednesday I'm probably dipping in and out if I've got something on a proposal just to get out come Thursday um, at five o'clock I don't work on Friday I put everything away so working from home as well my computer is set up in the living room on a Thursday night I take it all off take it away from the living room, I put it in the cupboard underneath the stairs and it's back to just being, that's my time off and I just, I don't think about work and if I'm on holiday, I'm off to spend time with my kids, I want to see them grown up, I want to see my friends, I don't want to think about that work and I think it's all just like managing your time and making sure you're not submerged in that email checking all the time. Um, I just had a week off and I didn't even think about work for a week and it just made the world a good. It does. You have to absolutely have that time for your brain, don't you, just to switch off. And and we've talked a lot today, actually, about, you know, how we used to work and still do to some people, like, you know, 80-hour weeks in the events industry. And uh, it was one of the speakers that said, you know, we wear it like a badge of honour. It's like, no, it's, it's okay to say, that's my job and it's not my entire identity. I'm also a person, a human, <laughs> but also a mum and all those things as well. Yes, yeah. And I think we're in a lucky position, saying lucky when we talk about the pandemic, but the whole ethos has changed since that. So that, you know, that hybrid working and just people have, I think, realised that work-life balance is so important and, you know, I work from home three days a week. Sometimes I just sit in my garden and work. You know, I can still hear the birds, I can get a wash on, you know, so I get the kids tea ready. I've still done exactly the same amount of work Brilliant, brilliant. Well, thank you ever so much for joining us today. We love to see you as always, and thank you very much. Thanks for having us. Thank you.